Let me see you here say, hey, ho. Hey, ho. Just the Jew of us. Oh, we can make it if we try. Just the Jew of us. Oh, you and I. Take it away, Tyler. Oh, wow. That's a uh, new intro for the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. I like it. And uh, it's pretty, to your surprise, it will be pretty relevant later. So welcome, everybody, to the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast official uh, Just the Jew of Us Sam and Tyler episode. We have beer trends, beer health, and beer cocktails to talk about, and some other stuff that'll be pretty fun too. So, hi Sam, how's it going? Uh, I'm I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just got back from sunny Naperville, Illinois. Hey. I was doing the Christmas thing out hmm. that way. Suppose you were with Three Stacks family. Yes, that's where they live. Do you right, want their address? Right. Should I put that on the internet? Uh, no. I also well, I knew. Mean, I also I know like their, their address, but I also know their garage door code. Should I just say all that on air? No, you should just say the garage door code, and then we'll go to Naperville trying codes to everybody's garages. It is the fourth largest city in Illinois, so I think that'll uh, take you some time. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing much with my life. Yeah, that's fair enough. Are you drinking at least? I am. I am drinking Fall River Brewing Company's Hexagenia India Pale Ale. It is 1.7% ABV. It had a pretty thick, foamy head, and I, I don't think I did a particularly bad job of pouring the beer. I think that's just how it is. Very hazy, kind of a, like a darkish yellow, like when you're not very hydrated and you pee. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It smells a lot like pears. That's also what my urine smells like when I'm dehydrated. Oh my. Huh, interesting. Um, There is... Some pretty aggressive hop bitterness at the front. It's fairly clean on the back and uh, really tastes a lot like pears, which is not a beer flavor I'm used to encountering. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed it would come through. Pear's not the strongest flavor. Yeah, but it just it just really, like, you can definitely tell that this is pear-flavored. Cool. Um, and they didn't even advertise it to be pear-flavored. Maybe they should do that, you know? <laughs> I think that would sell more beers, actually. But uh, so far, I, I think it's pretty good. What, what do you have, Sam? I have Six Point Global Warmer, which I, I which Three Stacks picked up, and she assumed based on the name was a winter warmer, but think. is actually a red ale. Oh. So, like, I don't, I don't really know what they're up to. Uh, it's got a, a nice earthy hop character. Uh, I feel like red ales uh, are meant to balance molten hops, but have a tendency to lean one way or the other. This time, it's leaning hops ways. Which kind of makes it come off more as like a red APA. If that right. were is is that a real style? I don't think it is. But you know what I you know what I mean to say when I say red Definitely. APA. That, so yeah. this if those exist, this is that. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I feel like it's inappropriate, but I have this this fresh baked new content that I am just dying to talk about. It's yeah. not beer related. Yeah. Take it. Take it out of the oven. Okay. Dump it on me. Becca, Becca, actually, it's good that you're here. I, I have some spicy, fresh-baked content for you as well. Come and sit down. Okay. Okay. Say hi to Sam. Hi. Hey, what's up? 
So, Samuel, you, you called this uh, the, the Just the Jew of Us episode, which Aww. is which is appropriate because today Ew, I, love that. <laughs> I got I got in an eensy weensy little physical altercation with a neo Nazi. Oh, oh what Nita. the fuck? Yeah. So What? Yeah. So I've just been dying to talk about this because I haven't talked about it with anybody yet today. Yeah. yeah. Hit me. Some youths came into my store and weren't really doing anything, but as they were checking out, I noticed that one of these youths had some uh, neo-Nazi pins on his jacket. So wait, were the were the pins just swastikas? Mm, they were a little more subtle. One was, it was red with a raised white fist, and the other one was uh, black with the SS lightning bolts on it. Okay. Because the first one, I think I would see that and not process it as that. Like, I would assume that was a sports logo I didn't recognize or something. But, yeah, the SS logo is a little more iconic. So I followed them out and asked the kid if he thought wearing Nazi regalia was funny, Uh, at which point he proceeded to call me a kike. So I punched him in the face. Nice. Yeah. Um, And then somebody broke it up. Wow. Yeah. That escalated quickly twice. Yeah. So, uh, that was fun. That's some primo comedy content. Right? Just, you know, hate and violence. Whee! Did he hit you back? He he attempted to. Um, I got in two okay shots to the side of his head, and he had a, a glancing one to, like, the top of my head, and then we were broken up. I find that hitting in the face is less practical than you'd think. And it, it ends up being, I feel like, as, you know, inexperienced pugilists, you tend to hook, and then you right. get the side of the head or, like, the cheek, and you don't get a good, like, nose or, like, mouth shot. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. But, uh, I mean, it was satisfying, but I didn't do nearly as much damage as I was hoping to. Yeah. So, it was a little, it was both satisfying and disappointing. And really, the best part about it is uh, now he has another reason to hate Jews. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that was pretty wild, though. Like, I've never, like, A, I've never been in a fight before. And B, I've never encountered wild Nazi regalia. Yeah. Just prancing around the city. Was this dude, gauge his size for me? Because you're not the biggest dude. He was no. <laughs> he was bigger than I was. Um, not dramatically bigger, maybe an inch taller and fifteen pounds heavier. So def- so not that. huge, not big enough to like feel like he's invincible. You know, no. Like, I would yeah. think that if if you were you know a football player who didn't like Nazis, then you would have just killed him. Yes, that is correct. I, I just I guess it. I don't, it's hard to put yourself in the mind space of that type of person, but I feel like just purely, I assume he has some degree of a survival instinct, and I think that, you know, provoking attacks from anyone is, you know, in opposition to those instincts. Yeah, well, A, people are dumb. Well, yeah. Especially and, people from here. And and B, not to, you know, empathize too much with this neo-Nazi, but <laughs> I'm a small fellow, and I basically instigate fights all the time. Yes. So, you know, the survival instinct, like, isn't really, like, a thing, necessarily. 
Well, it's definitely a thing. Maybe you just don't have it, and neither did this well, dude. Well, no, I mean, it, it. yeah, maybe we both are lacking it. But it, would you pull your same stupid shenanigans against someone who was huge? Yeah, I did the other day. What did you oh do? My God. God damn it, what he did you do? He was in the car. He was in the car. Well, so. when you're in a car, that's practically like being in, like, a Gundam mech that just doesn't have punching. Like, you can... Okay. Well, never mind then. When you're Excuse in that, me. you are a huge individual as compared to a human. Okay. And I, you knew I was going to drive away. Yeah. Did you just yell some shit at some big guy? So, I, Becca picked me up from work, and there was a man buying drugs from a homeless person next so, to the store. So, obviously. And the man buying drugs decided to flex his bicep at us for some reason. Because he saw me, he saw me looking at him when he pulled out his money to give to the homeless guy. So we laughed at him, and then he yelled at us, and I, you know, just kind of you got something a, to say, big, big man. Did <laughs> you really say that? that? I think I rolled down the window. And I said, "You got something to say, big man?" And then yep. he was like, "Yeah, I'll just try to like get your fucking ass kicked." I'm sorry, I'm over here. And like, as soon as I heard, "I'm sorry," I was just like, "Thanks for the apology. Don't let it happen again." And then we drove away. <laughs> and he rolled up the window. <laughs> you suck. I hate you. <laughs> Hey, Samuel, who took on fascism today? Uh, Me or you? You did, Tyler. He takes it on every day by being a Jew in this world. Well, so does Samuel. I'm saying, that's what Sam's That's what she was saying. And, but, like, not not really, though. (laughs) I just just spent all week celebrating Christmas. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, never mind. (laughs) So that's really it. I just had to get that Nazi stuff off my chest, because it was really... You know, a pretty crazy experience. That's Yeah, that's totally crazy. Yeah. Well, on that note, I'm going to go smoke a lot of weed. Okay. To make myself feel better. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. So, I have to scold you a little bit here for leading off with that. Because, like, I have a couple funny stories from the past week, just like I tried to have every week. And now it's going to be like, yeah, who did you punch? And be like, nobody. That's not really my thing. No, I know I know. from, like, a production standpoint, it was really bad to just go from, like, our initial beer tasting to that story. But it happened, like, an hour and a half ago. Have you come and down from the adrenaline rush yet? No, that's why I'm talking <laughs> to you. Oh, I really wish you would have just said, I interacted with a Nazi, stay tuned to find out what happened. Yeah, I, I well, you know, we're only 180 episodes in. Yeah. I'll learn how this thing works eventually. If we released an episode for every day of public school, we would last a whole year. Hey, check that out. A ninth grader could listen to an episode a day, and it would take him all the way through the school year. But he probably shouldn't. Uh, that's about the, like, if podcasts had the equivalent of a reading level, that's about what our reading level would be, I think. (laughs) Ninth grade? Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. I'm okay with that. And we talk about a lot about, like, fights and weed for it to be anything better than that. You know what? That's fine with me, honestly. High yeah. school, you know, how many Americans don't even get past high school? We're right there with them. Well, kind of. It's a little backwards. <laughs> hey, so, st- speaking of your achievements, <laughs> you got your certificate. I did. I did get my certificate. Congrats on that thing. Thanks. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I should feel accomplished about it, but, like, I already have my degree you know? Yeah, it's not really like anything I, next to a bachelor's degree. Yeah, like, I always knew I was gonna get it. It was just kind of, like, a matter of time. Like, I was never in danger of not getting it. Sure. But, it, you know, it's nice that I, like, applied and got accepted and then completed it. So that feels good. Plus, you must have some free time now. 
Not really. Uh, no. Now I just work. Oh, you're just working more hours? Yeah. So I Well, then working... you have more money. That's a different kind of better. Right, yes. I do have more money. Um, I'm hoping to get a parks job before the summer starts, and then I will move there. So I'm trying to work as much as possible to save money for moving. So last time we talked about this, you said that a few people had put human eyes on your your resumes out of the like 40 or whatever you submitted. Yeah. So I have 140 current active applications. Fuck a butt. How many parks are there in this country? <laughs> and out of 140, 19 have so far made it to human eyes. And out of those 19, I have been contacted by two people to give them more information. More information like how can we interview you or more information like... Yeah, there are 10,000 goddamn steps in the federal government hiring process, apparently. So two parks have sent me emails being like, hey, are you interested in this park? Say yes and give us your starting dates if you are and maybe we'll get back to you. So I was like, yeah, anytime. <laughs> Yeah, I, I submitted an application, you clown. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're doing catch and release. I, I don't know. So I was like, I'm still interested. I can start literally whenever. I wouldn't I'm say interested. literally whenever. I would say I, I can start whenever given a couple days notice. No, I, I said I can start whenever given two weeks notice okay. because I have to quit my job here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, give me those jobs, you know, give them all to me. Well, that's cool. Uh, I'm. I, I look forward to, to talking to you more about that. I. Uh, I. I worked a government job once. Yeah. Uh, and I had to get a full FBI background check. I had to go to the sheriff's office and get fingerprinted and shit so they could run me through the databases. I had to get fingerprinted when I worked for the state parks, and uh, I went to get fingerprinted, and I was baked out of my face, <laughs> and I kept on leaving my paperwork everywhere. At the sheriff's office. <laughs> that sounds like something from, like, Harold and Kumar 4. Harold and Kumar get a real job. Yeah, yeah. That was not that was not a great decision, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about beer? We haven't done much of that. We probably should. Let's do a beer article. Which one do I want to do? Okay, let's from agweek.com. Forecasting craft beer trends for 2017. Oh, man, I thought this was ad week. It's ag week. What's ag week? Like, agriculture? I would imagine, but agriculture is like kind of removed from beer a little bit. Well, also, it, whatever. This, this doesn't appear to be agricultural in nature. No, it doesn't. Maybe Attorney General Week. Yeah, no, probably definitely that. <laughs> what is this damn article? I don't know. It's so it's it's forecasting craft beer trends for 2017, and it's some guy Dave Hoops, and he is uh, giving his predictions for what we're gonna see beer wise in the coming year. Do you have any craft beer predictions just before we see his that you'd like to throw out? Uh, it will continue to rise slowly. A bunch of new craft breweries will pop up, and also a bunch of craft breweries will close down for being not very good. Well, yeah, I, I agree with all I, of those. I mean, the, the, those aren't like bold predictions or anything, but I don't even know what a bold prediction would be. I guess if I were putting numbers on it or something, but I don't really have a frame of reference for that. A bold prediction would be like passion fruit IPAs are going to be in fashion. I mean, they were last year. Passion fruit? I I mean, I guess it depends what, how you define in fashion. I had at least a few passion fruit beers. Really? Okay, well, check that out. I drink a well, lot of beer, man. I know, I know you do. I don't, I'm not casting a scolding eye at you. Did you see that I hit a thousand on untapped? I did. 
I hit a thousand. Jealous. Okay. I think I'm at like eleven or twelve. You check in one a week from this show. I check your feed. <laughs> well, yeah. Shut up, big brother. All right. But um, he predicts craft loggers, and I think that's I think that's a fair prediction. I've been seeing a lot of like crafty logger styles lately. I think we've had a bunch on the show the past couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, are we talking about like like a regular logger done really well, or in loggers made interesting, like IPLs and black loggers and like fruit loggers and that kind of thing? Uh, this guy particularly singles out pilsners and hellas so i think he's just talking about loggers done well but pilsners but, and hell's loggers are really bad well i like pilsners i know but, you do <laughs> but you got um, the thrills I for think... the pills <laughs> i stole that joke from brooklyn 99 okay well you're not wrong <laughs> uh i think it's more accurate to say like funky loggers though because like i said we've seen a bunch of funky loggers on this show recently and i have to imagine that's only going to continue to grow uh, i don't know i feel like there's a there's a much lower ceiling for that than there is for ales ales are just more interesting by their nature yeah uh i agree with you that ales are by definition more interesting but that doesn't that won't stop people from throwing ten thousand different ingredients into a lager recipe and putting it out there you know, maybe it won't expand into a, a good category, but the category will expand. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, it will. I guess I just, I don't think there's that far for it to go. That's fair. I mean, it you know, like everything else in the craft beer industry, it'll probably blossom, and then a lot of stuff will die off, and it'll kind of contract back to a core of decent stuff. Yeah. Uh, he also says seasonal new brands and rotating hop beers. Now, rotating hop beers, I think that's interesting. So basically, brewers making the same beer but changing what hop variety they use in that beer. I, I've seen that with a few varieties of like single hop beers. So like a beer will make or a brewer will make an IPA, and it's like this is our Citra IPA, and then you'll see three months later this is our Chinook IPA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that in uh, well, my favorite local brewery, Redwood Curtain, but I haven't seen it too many other places. But I guess that makes sense. And would this be um, s- seasonal? As in, these hops are in season, like these hops are ripe this time of year, or would it be like, you get earthier beers in the autumn and kind of brighter ones in the spring and summer? My guess is the second one, but I'm not, it doesn't really specify. I would like to see a push towards more seasonal ingredients in the way you were originally talking about it, though, like what stuff is in session. We have some like hippy-dippy co-ops that do that with like normal produce, and I think it's a good idea, actually. That just have seasonally appropriate food. I mean, that's like, like that's what a farmer's market is. Yeah, but I mean, on a commercial scale. Sure. I mean, it's co-op. It's not that commercial. Eh, no, it's not. It's not. But they have like three locations. That's something. That's uh, West Coast capitalist. <laughs> Everybody's just so lazy. They're like, you eh, could open another store, but I want to go shred those waves, bro. Bro. Uh, and then what else does he say? I think those were the two most interesting ones. He said keg and cask infusions. Oh, so like making fancy wood and putting shit in the wood? No, like when you make a like when you keg up a beer, you just put some shit in the keg with the beer. Oh, yeah. The- oh, and then he says here are a couple of trends I hope continue to take off. Session everything, lower alcohol versions of all beer styles. No, no. Get that out of here, sir. Uh, well, 
I think it makes sense economically. Yeah, but it's so irritating to be Samuel. You can make it for cheaper and sell it for just as much. And then people drink more of it. <sighs> yeah, but it doesn't make sense for so many styles. No, well, no, if I saw a session triple, I'd throw it out a window. Right, exactly. And, and like, the darker stuff, I don't think you can do a session porter. Not just Isn't that be- called a Guinness? Ha! <laughs> uh, that would that be a session stout, I think, technically. But, I mean, the, the big thing is that porters... Even though they're not generally super high in ABV, a porter that's 3.5% isn't sessionable because it's too heavy. Correct. But, uh, I mean, lagers have always been sessionable. IPAs are the like kind of the only new one. But I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about like a session Belgian or anything like that. I really don't. That was the first thing that came to my mind, a session Belgian. And I really don't want to see that. Like, I, I just really don't. I, I, I feel I'm trying to think through kind of all of my favorite styles trying to think of which ones would work, but, like, a hot pepper beer or a Roush beer, like, you can make those low ABV, but it just doesn't make sense to drink a bunch of those in a row. No, why would you drink five Roush beers? That's not the use case. I would drink a Roush beer every night for five nights, but I wouldn't drink them back to back. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like that idea. Um, but... He points out locally sourced raw materials, which you were talking about a second ago, and yeah. that, that's okay. right. Yeah, that I can that I can get behind. Uh, uh, collaborations between breweries—that's, uh, I mean, just last week I had had a collaboration on, and that's, I mean, it's kind of just nice to see a little bit of teamwork in the community. Agreed. Even though I feel like most of the time I have collaboration beers, they're not that good. Maybe it's like uh, too many cooks in the kitchen type of a situation. Yeah, I have a feeling that's probably what it is. Because, you know, it's not like just two brewmasters. It's two teams, you know, coming together. But maybe just like all things beer, it's just going to take a while for them to figure out how to do it right. Yeah, I would would be happy to see collaborations get good. That'd be cool. You know, we could always use a little more networking in this community, I think. Uh, I just, it's important to me that if they're going to do that, they also, first of all, I mean, before anything, they should stop and then... Once they finished, it would be nice for them to listen, I think. You know, just to feedback. Yeah. You think so? I'm happy with the joke. I don't regret it. <laughs> it's just here with a brand new edition, which is weird because that was, like, the only song of his that anyone heard. So, like, when he says, with a brand new, like, that, it sounds like it's a follow-up. But, like, no one's heard of you. What are you talking about? It'd be like, um... Wow, I can't think of any one-hit wonders. Wham. What did Wham do? I don't know, but George Michael just died. I, well, yeah, I know, but I don't know any Wham songs. Uh, how about Europe, the final countdown? You know what? The moment's over. Let's just move on. Damn it. You killed something else, George Michael. <laughs> oh. 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 Um, did you see, hear that? Did, that? did that get picked I, up? I did. Was that Barley? That was the dog sighing. He was almost on cue. Did you, did you like... Push on him or something? Hit him a little. Yeah, he hates that. <laughs> no, he loves that. I was actually I was fucking with her earlier uh, this week. He was lying down between us, and she was petting his head, and I was I like had my hand like around him and like mm-hmm. started picking at his claws because he like doesn't like when you do that. So then he like started groaning and fidgeting, and then <laughs> and I would stop, and she would stop petting him. And then as soon as she started petting him again, I would start doing it again. So she thought... Uh, she pranked. Just, uh, it was so good. Dog pranks. Oh, boy. Dog pranks. So, do you have anything in your life you're dying to share, or should we do another article? Well, man, I feel like... 
I'm not going to be able to live up. But I was thinking about this thing that happened yesterday, and I thought I thought it was pretty funny. So I'm going to tell you, and hey, if it's not look, funny enough, whatever. You can go. You can go in another direction. You know, me punching a Nazi in the face is more uh, drama than comedy. Okay. So if you have, you know, another genre, bring yeah, it out. I got some comedy. Hopefully, it's still funny. I feel like at this point, I'm like too old and lame, and like I'm going to just think that like. Uh, someone of a minority doing something that you don't see someone of that minority doing is funny, and I'm, like, worried when that day is going to happen. So, so you're basically, like, you're waiting to turn into Jerry Seinfeld? Uh, no worse. Like, I'm, like, Gallagher is what I'm worried oh, I'm going to turn okay. into. But, so we were we were at Three Seconds Place, and they have, they have an Alexa. You know about Alexa? I do know about Alexa. Oh. It's, a, like, a, like, a virtual assistant. Yeah, and so it's, like, kind of just this little device and you can ask it to do things for you and tell it stuff and such and her dad's like obsessed with like making it do stupid stuff (laughs) like sing happy birthday all the time but the dog was frolicking and so he thought it would be funny to ask alexa to play who let the dogs out because she has (laughs) a vast music library so he says alexa play who let the dogs out and so you hear playing who let the dogs out by kids bop kids (laughs) <laughs> and and sure enough she started to play like little kids yelling the lyrics to why why is that the first one I, she's it, decided to play I, it, my guess is it has to do with licensing like they've licensed <laughs> some set of songs and not all of them I, I don't really know um, I guess that makes sense but when we realized what was happening I just yelled Alexa you suck and she said you can send all feedback to blah 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 email address <laughs> What a time to be alive. Yeah. Also, I asked her if she knew Skynet, and she said, we don't really talk much after what happened. Oh. Which, which I thought was nice, like, you know, the programmers have a sense of humor or whatever. Well, that's like, do you remember way back in the midst, mists of pre-time, AIM chat? Oh, yeah. Do you remember Smarter Child? Oh, yeah. I, I like... I... Smarter child, all I would do was try to seduce him or her. Yeah, I th- I think, oh, absolutely. I think they were genderless, but I would just hit on them relentlessly with no success, I which was in, pretty much the same as everyone else that I, I am. Well, I put in uh, probably equivalent hours in uh, into Skyrim and trying to get Smarter Child to agree to marry me. <laughs> yeah. But but what I was going to say is if you, if you put in – open the pod bay doors smarter child this it would to say, say i can't i'm, I'm afraid, afraid i can't, I can't do, that. do that for you that's yeah. great yeah so that was fun bringing me back to sixth grade you should text your dad and tell him to say that to alexa and see if it, she's smart enough okay that's fine she also made the observation i wonder if the name alexa will take a huge drop or or spike or neither uh, i don't know i'm not sure the alexa is well known enough i feel like i would be less inclined to name a child Alexa now, but I don't know right. if that's how. But that's because you're like a smart person. The uh, name Khaleesi has spiked for 2016. Yeah, I know it's super upsetting. Yeah, so. Although know. you know, it's better than your kid being named Princess. That's what it means, right? In the. I think it does. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just because, like, at some point, people are going to stop caring about Game of Thrones, and maybe. Maybe they won't even. Maybe they'll just think you have a wacky ass name. But if you're Boy. if you're like applying to law school and your first name is Princess, like, oh, you're so fucked. Yeah, I mean, people are just gonna be like Khaleesi. That's an Arab name, and dump them. 
you know, like. Or maybe the uh, affirmative action will have taken enough root by then that it'll make them more likely to get hired. Yes, in Trump's America, I'm sure that's oh, what God. will happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just have this serious bent. You're killing me. Um, this is yeah, when we need Jed to just be criticizing you, but he's I not know. here. But uh, instead, we're going to go to Men's Journal and talk about six beer cocktails to add to your repertoire. Well, uh, that you know, that would bring my grand total up to six. <laughs> no, seven. You know about a brass monkey. I don't know that I'd call that a cocktail. It's absolutely a cocktail. Okay. Uh, but well, technically it's malt I, liquor, but whatever. Whatever. I read through just a couple of these. I didn't read through all six, but they they bother me. Okay. So the first one is called a New Jack Screwdriver. And I was like, oh, okay, vodka, orange juice, and maybe like an IPA. I can see that being interesting, right? I would say like a wheat ale, just because wheat ales are so commonly paired with orange. A wheat ale, also a great idea, Samuel. But apparently, according to Men's Journal, a New Jack Screwdriver does not contain vodka or orange juice, but instead New Jack Apple Brandy. New England-style IPA and bitters. Huh. Brandy, IPA, and bitters. Hey, three stacks. Do you want me to go make you this drink? Yeah. For the sake of content. Cool. Do you know where the bitters are? Basement. Oh, dang. She's afraid of the basement. Everybody is afraid of the basement. I don't judge you for that, three stacks. She's I'm a 26-year-old man. I run out of my parents' basement. You're a 26-year-old boy. I'm a... Who fought a Nazi today, Samuel? Okay, all right. I'm a man. Uh, oh, it also says a dash of simple syrup and grapefruit zest. I don't think we're going to do the, the grapefruit zest. Well, but, okay, in any case, that's not even close to a screwdriver. No, I I mean, this doesn't sound bad. I'm actually kind of looking forward to trying this, <laughs> but it's not even close. None of the ingredients are that. Just no. call it something different. It makes yeah. it sound like the person who invented this didn't know that the screwdriver was already the name of one of the most famous cocktails ever. Right? Yeah. And then they have an IPA Manhattan. Okay, Manhattan, also a type of booze that exists. Correct. And uh, so Manhattan is just like a whole bunch of different liquors, basically. But this one contains... I think it's just rye. bourbon and vermouth. Really? You might be thinking of a, a Long Island iced tea. I am thinking of a Long Island iced tea. Never mind. I can't be so mad at this one. Because this one is actually bourbon, vermouth, and an IPA, which isn't terrible. No. Uh, no. No, that's that's fine. I take it back. I take it back. I don't like that. I guess there's a product called Bullet Rye Bourbon, and Bullet makes good whiskey. But as far as I was aware, rye and bourbon were divergent styles. So I don't know how you have a Bullet Rye Bourbon, but whatever. Probably about how it's aged, but... This, now I'm wishing I would have waited before sending three stacks off, because this sounds even better to me. You want that one? Yeah. I might have to, like, look back at this article as as the weeks go by. Here's a good one. Here's one that I don't mind. A peppermint warmer. Oh, you skipped is, one. I know, but I don't like that one. Okay. Uh, peppermint warmer, go ahead. So it's mint and milk stout with coffee liqueur. That sounds good to me. It sounds too sweet. I don't know. I, uh, I I would like it. I would like it. So you just put some Kahlua in, like, a milk stout? And some candy canes. Ugh, I'm good. I would drink that one. Do you wait for the candy canes to dissolve, or are they just floating around in there? I bet it's dealer's choice. We can't bet it's dealer's choice. You can just say it's dealer's choice. Mm, shut up, Sam. And then they also have... Which one did you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Tom Mix Wash? 
Uh, well, I, I don't read fast enough. What is it? Tell me. I don't know what – I skipped it because I'm not familiar with the original, if there is an original drink. But this one is rye whiskey, ginger beer. Oh, God. Ginger beer is just garbage. Yeah, I don't like ginger beer. Pilsner and mint. Ginger uh, beer is like, hey, man, do you like drinking soda? What if somebody jizzed in it? <laughs> uh, so what if you just substitute the jizz in here for something else? That would be good. Like ginger ale would be fine with me. Yeah. I mean – Rye and ginger ale, that's already a drink, so then you're just putting Pilsner in it. I mean, now you may as well just pour water in it, I guess, but whatever. You could just you could just get a shot of whiskey with a Pilsner back, I guess. Or you could just get two shots of whiskey. <laughs> we keep improving on this drink. God, we're such good mixologists. Tell me about Garvey's Ghost. Garvey's Ghost. I'm also not familiar with this gentleman, but uh, Garvey's Ghost is Sherry... Jamaican rum, syrup, lemon, and Berliner Weiss. And only two ounces of Berliner Weiss. I guess it's a pretty small drink to begin with, but... But the other like, one was uh, eight ounces of Pilsner. It's just like, what am I going to do? Open a bottle of Berliner Weiss and make six of these? Yeah. Also, where the know, fuck do you get plantain syrup? This is uh, for all your, I guess, liquor-loving Jamaican friends. I live in Wisconsin. They don't make their right here. <laughs> They don't make Jamaicans in Wisconsin? No, they don't. I guess that makes sense. They make Wisconsinites. They shut the factory down, I think. <laughs> Tax breaks meant they could just move it back to, ironically, Jamaica. Makes sense. Do you want to talk about Hanukkah? I guess I guess we should talk about Hanukkah. Talk, about, talk to me about Hanukkah, Samuel. So, well, I mostly just was in Christmas town doing Christmas things. Right. Getting Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this makes me feel funny. But I like getting things, and that's about—I mean, that's about it. For yeah, my, no, that's fair. My Becca experience. has been pretty much in the opposite situation of you. Like, not like I'm super celebrating Hanukkah, but all of my relatives have sent her an equal number of gifts that they've sent me. That's cool. And uh, no, I mean it's cool for her. I feel fucking slighted. <laughs> well, I don't imagine you're getting presents from her parents. I surely am not. Is, Samuel. is she? From her parents? I don't think so. No. That's fucking sad. Go on. So, like, like I got a box, and I was like, shit, look at all these gifts, and fucking half of them were for Becca. And I was like, god damn, what the hell is this nonsense? But I guess it's good. And did they say Happy Hanukkah or Merry Christmas to Becca? I think they just say Becca on there, but they also all have dreidels on them. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of a mixed bag, I guess. It's just, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Like, I would rather receive Hanukkah presents. Yes. But I understand that the people I'm giving presents to are going to want them to be Christmas presents. So all I have to do right. is, you know, say Merry Christmas, wrap them in a holiday taco wrapping paper, which we have, and, like, that's that, and that's fine. Yeah. But when I when I, I received presents, they, they were all, you know, Christmas presents. And, like, uh-huh. it's it's not really about the, like, religious aspect of it or anything they they did a nice thing for me that they really didn't have to do and i got some dope shit out of it and i should be happy with it but i don't know it's a little thought-provoking for me just in the fact that you know i'm in this you know pluralistic lifestyle i'm about to be in an interfaith marriage and you know that's that's something that i think warrants more thought oh Oh, my booze is here is that just well that was a a, because we have only one ipa in the house 
And it says simple syrup to taste, so there's none in there. Okay. Uh, I she brought me the booze. Some assembly required. Yeah, we were going we were going down a nice, deep, interesting, thought provoking track, but I want to abandon all that and just have you drink this drink. Yeah, okay. Okay, so well let me let me ask you how to do this, because uh, she brought up in a lowball glass and also she brought up a highball with some ice in it. Because Tyler, you look very confused. I'm just impressed that you have all of this bar making stuff. Dude, I, I mean really like drinking. Yeah, I know. I mean, I just forget that you make ten billion dollars a right. week. <laughs> so part of me thinks I should pour it into the ice to get it cold, because you generally want your cocktails very cold. But also, since one of the main ingredients in beer and like watering down beer with ice is a cardinal sin, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of at a loss. And also, mm. it said in the thing, simple syrup to taste. She brought me up a bottle of simple syrup. I'm afraid that this is already going to be too sweet. So I think maybe my to taste is none. But at the same time, I feel like I should put some in there. I think you should put a dash of simple syrup in there just to be authentic. Sure. Uh, Ice? No ice. That one I'm going to leave up to you, buddy. Okay. I'm going to do it in the ice just because that's how I like cocktails. There Uh, you go. And let me give a a shout-out to friend of the show, Mike, Three Stacks' brother. We used your present, the Wise Fool IPA, in the making of this drink. Hooray! Thanks, Mike. Oh, I poured it too hard and I forgot there was so much beer in it. Foam, 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 foam. You want to talk about something else and then come back to this? Sure, why not? Let's, uh, what else do we have to talk about? Well, we have one more beer article, but I'll save that. What was, um, what was your best holiday giftitude? That's, that's a good holiday, holiday question. Yeah, that is a good holiday question. Hmm, I'm not sure what my best gift is. Maybe, uh, my parents donated to the Vermont Refugee Resettlement Program. In my name. Oh, cool. And I really like that. Now, this is refugees that Vermont took in, and they're, like, looking Correct. for permanent homes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Word. That's that's a very good cause. Yeah, and I, I, think that, I think that might be my favorite one so far. There are a lot of states that don't want to take in refugees because uh, those states are assholes. Yeah. So it's nice to support a, uh, a, you know, a working refugee program. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well... I feel like the big ticket item is kind of cheating, and also I technically haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> uh, my parents are taking us on a cruise. Oh. Um, but in like a month. Okay. But it's not specifically a Hanukkah slash Christmas present. It's really like we're going over my dad's birthday. So it's like my dad's birthday celebration. But he was like, "Y'all, I'm paying for this cruise. I ain't getting you anything this year." And I was like, "That yes, is that's fair. Super fair." <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. Um, where, where is this cruise going? Uh, I don't know. Bahamas or whatever? I don't know. I can't tell the difference. Do like hot places. Right. I was wondering if it was a hot cruise or a cold cruise. A hot cruise. Okay. Hot cruise. Uh, but that the, should be fun. Probably the best thing that I've gotten that's an actual thing uh, that I can hold is uh, a very nice Southern Tier t-shirt. Nice. That's good. I didn't realize until I had that the shirt that they have a very small uh, Star of David in their logo. Oh, do they? Yeah. That's funny. So I don't I don't know what that's about. I guess they're from New York, I believe, so kind of makes well, sense. <laughs> it, good odds there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Has that foam has that foam died down? I think it ought to be just enough. There's still okay. there's still uh what do we call a good head on her. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it's fine. <laughs> which is which is just not good. No. Uh I guess I'm now I'm trying to remember we talked about those boozes in such quick succession. What all was in this again? It was IPA. Apple brandy and bitters. 
and apple brandy and bitters and a little bit of simple syrup. So I guess based on the taste, I feel like it should be much boozier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe part of this was shifting gears from uh, from one beer to a completely separate wacky drink, but right. uh, it, it's a little harsh, I guess, from the brandy uh, or or maybe the bitters. But I would think it has to be the brandy and. It, I would just much rather have this beer and also a glass of brandy than have them mixed together and just, like, toss out the, the simple syrup and bitters. I guess that was probably what we could have predicted, but... Yeah, I generally find that I just... I don't love mixing my alcohols. Like, I like drinking. Just give me my alcohol separately, you know? And I'll drink them, you know, one after another. But you don't have to put them all in the same glass for me. You're a separate but equal kind of guy. So, you know, me and that neo-Nazi had a lot of common yeah. ground. Three sex, what did you think? I just gave her a sip. Okay. It's all right. It tastes really sweet because I'm coming from drinking a different IPA. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should have put even less than almost no simple syrup in it. <laughs> well, it does say to taste. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do our final article now that we've gotten that one. You know, we've gotten some closure. Sure. From Belmar... Belmara, excuse me, BelmaraHealth.com. Beer drinking can offer benefits for cholesterol, heart health. So we've done lots of stories about the health benefits of beer. But what I like about this article is that it lists a bunch of them all at once. So I thought maybe we could we could go down and take a list of all these supposed helpful things, you know, that beer beer will do for you. Under health benefits of beer, reduced risk of cardiovascular disease. Huh. Guess it lowers cholesterol. Increased bone density, we've done that before, I believe. Lower risk of diabetes. Prevention of anemia, lower blood pressure, lower blood pressure, anti-aging properties. That's there's no way that is true. I think we've talked about it before and we were like, how do you measure that and what is this? And the just the description they have is high in vitamins that work to slow down the aging process. Yeah. I okay, mean, shut like, up with on that one. one I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people who drink heavily look a lot older yeah. than people who don't. But at the same time, Keith Richards is 10,000 years old. So, uh, Well, they don't do a great job of saying – oh, no, here it is. Suggest for men it is one to two drinks a day and for women it is one drink a day. So that's that's moderate consumption and that's what they're recommending. Okay. So could, you could have a bell curve effect here. Sure. We have anti-aging. Oh, no, we just did that. Preventation of gallstones. Prevention of gallstones. Prevention of dementia and coronary disease. Again, most of the people that I see drinking, like, a lot, seem pretty demented. Well, I think that's different. Yeah, you're probably right. Better digestion. Here's my favorite one. Uh, Stress reduction. Beer has been found to reduce stress and promote sleep. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. In, in, like, studies that took 40 minutes, yeah. these results were found. Here's another good one. Diuretic properties. Beer can increase urination. No shit. As can all liquids. In other news, water is wet. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, let's see. Finally, cleansing of the gastrointestinal tract, which is necessary to promote good health and prevent constipation. I guess that's why you get nasty beer poops after you drink a lot. I do sometimes. Because you are cleansing your GI tract. Well, let me tell you, I had a physical not that long ago, and I have excellent cholesterol and excellent blood pressure, and that's two of the things that are on here. That's good. My blood pressure is okay, or excuse me, my cholesterol is okay. My blood pressure always runs high. I think it's because I'm constantly enraged. 
Yeah, probably. You should try drinking beer. I think it's all that I weed. Do. You know, people that drink weed, they get so angry, they got no chill. Well, if they drank weed, they probably would be pretty angry. Oh, um, man, did I say drink weed? <laughs> you sure did, friendo. Fuck a butt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm always very skeptical about these kinds of health articles. But, you know, at least this one put in, you know, drinking in moderation has these effects. Because usually it just says, like, beer is good for X. And yeah. it doesn't go into more detail. Man, speaking of things that I'm skeptical of, uh, one of these free health videos in my sidebar is why women prefer men over 65. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, like why women over 90 prefer <laughs> men over 65. Yeah. They can pick up a gallon of milk. I mean, he doesn't have cataracts over both of his eyes. It's all about that life insurance and not having to put out. Yeah. Those okay, are fair that's points. fair three stacks. Those are good, good points. But in my defense, I have life insurance and I don't have to put out. Yeah, but you're much less likely to die in the next ten years. Well, yeah, because I don't pick fights with Nazis. <laughs> so why aren't I swarmed with ladies? I, you're swarmed with just the right number of ladies. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, she's not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You want to rate these? I guess I would like to rate these. So I had Fall River's Hexagenia India Pale Ale. This was this was surprisingly good. I am going to give it, I think I'll give it a 6-7. It took me a minute to get used to the, the fairly aggressive hop character that's at the front of this. Uh, but once I did, it was really, you know, like pleasant kind of floral qualities and a lot of that pear flavor, which I think is unusual. So I don't really know who to recommend this to. I guess people who love fruit. Uh, I don't know. It's three just kind three of stacks has has her hand up and she's waving wildly. Okay, I'll recommend this to three stacks. I mean, it's just a it's just a pretty good fruity beer. I don't know. I think there that there's definitely a market for that. I think a lot of fruity beer is like either over fruited, so it's just sticky sweet, and, or like super fakey, or like you don't notice it. So fuck you. So what? What's a- also nice? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I guess what's also nice is that. You know, while I said maybe this beer should advertise that it takes a, tastes a lot like Paris, you also find with fruit beers that it's kind of like targeted to a specific group, women, yeah. and often not very well. So it's at least nice to see this like hexagenia. You can like buy this beer and get some of those fruit flavors and not feel like, oh, you know, they cynically designed this for me. So that's kind of good too. Yeah, they just made a beer with flavors that are good flavors and sold it. Yeah. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. Pretty much. Uh, so I had Global Warmer, who went a different direction with their marketing, which is kind of being confusing. Um, <laughs> but o- overall, as a, as you know, a hop forward red ale, which was that explicitly their intention? It's hard to say. But defining it as a hop forward red ale, I think they did a good job. I I I think this might just be a style that I like, especially kind of these earthier hops and a, a nice multi backbone i think this would have been great in autumn kind of to Mm -hmm. take me away from pumpkin and marzins all the time because it it has a nice fall quality to it so again marketing is kind of as a winter situation it seems silly to me but this might be the best beer i've had by six point i feel like usually i think they suck and i think this one's pretty well done i'd give give this a seven seven i think uh if you like ipas this is hoppy enough for you and uh, if you like red ales, it might be a little on the hoppy end, but I think it's it's well done and it's not going to blast your mouth off. 
some decent ratings this week. Yeah. Well, do you know what you have next week? Oh, man. So uh, I got a lot of holiday beer. Um, sure. And I'm trying to think of what to – oh, you know what? Uh, there's – what was the s'more one? Dino s'mores. Dino s'mores. Oh. Uh, that, that was actually one that we bought for ourselves, but I would like to try it, so I'm going to have it on next week. Okay. Well, stay tuned for that. That sounds pretty tasty. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Don't let the bastards or the Nazis keep you down. And if you have anything at all to say, you can comment on our links at bruisedtuesday.com. You can tweet at us at bruisedtuesday, or you can email us at bruisedtuesdaypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody. Bye now. Bye. Here comes a beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine.